0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 97, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, and today is another important day in God's Big Story, because today we start a new book. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin, the friendly, curious cow. Mm-hmm. So Dave, a new book today, huh? That's right. Now First Samuel ends with the death of Saul and his sons, and so today we begin Second Samuel. Okay. Oh, so, well, now Saul is gone. David will be king, right? Well, not quite. And we'll get to that tomorrow. But remember, David hasn't heard yet. He and his men had been off rescuing their wives from the Amalekites. So today, David hears about what has happened. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Well, who's reading today?
0: Well, today it's our friend Valerie.
1: Hi, Valerie. Hello. Today we're going to read from the second book of Samuel, chapter 1, to 1-16. After Saul died, David returned to Ziklag. He had won the battle over the Amalekites. He stayed in Ziklag for two days. On the third day, a man arrived from Saul's camp. His clothes were torn. He had dust on his head, and when he came to David, he fell to the ground to show him respect. Where have you come from? David asked him. He answered, I've escaped from Israel's camp. What happened? David asked. Tell me. He said, Israel's men ran away from the battle. Many of them were killed. Saul and his son Jonathan are dead. David spoke to the young man who brought him the report. He asked him, how do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? I just happened to be there on Mount Gilboa, the young man said. Saul was there too. He was leaning on his spear. The enemy chariots and chariot drivers had almost caught up with him. Then he turned around and saw me. He called out to me. I said, what do you want me to do? He asked me, who are you? An Amalekite, I answered. Then he said to me, stand here by me and kill me. I'm close to death, but I'm still alive. So I stood beside him and killed him. I did it because I knew that after he had lost the battle, He would be killed anyway. So I took the crown that was on his head. I also took his armband. I've brought them here to you. You're my master. Then David tore his clothes and all his men tore their clothes. All of them were filled with sadness. They mourned over the whole nation of Israel. They didn't eat anything until evening. That's because Saul and Jonathan and the Lord's army had been killed by swords. David spoke to the young man who had brought him the report. He asked, Where are you from? I'm the son of an outsider, an Amalekite, he answered. David asked him, Why weren't you afraid to lift your hand to kill the Lord's anointed king? Then David called for one of his men. He said, Go, strike him down. So he struck the man down and the man died. That's because David had said to him, Anything that happens to you will be your own fault. What your own mouth has spoken is a witness against you. You said, I killed the Lord's anointed king. Thanks, Valerie.
0: Mm, So, Dave, well, what's going on here? Who is this guy? He says he killed Saul. But that's not what we read yesterday. Yesterday we heard that Saul killed himself. Exactly, Marvin. The Bible has already told us that Saul killed himself and his armour bearer died with him. So, well, what's going on? Well, the most likely explanation is that this Amalekite found Saul's body after he had killed himself. He took the crown and the bracelet, and then he made up this story, hoping that David would reward him. He would have known that Saul had been trying to kill David, so he was probably thinking, I'll be a hero. As far as David will know, I just solved his biggest problem. Oh, I see. So he was being pretty sneaky. Yeah, it seems that way. Now, we're not told, really, whether David believed him. There might have been things in the story that didn't really add up. We know that Saul didn't want to be killed at the hands of an uncircumcised foreigner. So if that was true and if David would have known that, well then why would he ask this Amalekite to finish him off? So that might be why David had him killed. But we also know how highly David valued the life of God's anointed king. He, after all, had had pretty good reason to kill Saul himself, but twice had said no when he had the chance. So it could be that he just viewed it as a crime that should be punished by death. But either way, the Amalekite doesn't get the reception he was hoping for, and David, as we saw, has him put to death. Yikes. You know, later, David would write these words in two of his Psalms. In Psalm 31, verse 18, he wrote, Let the lying lips be put to silence, which speak insolent things proudly and contemptuously against the righteous. Then in Psalm 144, he writes this, Rescue me and deliver me from the hand of foreigners whose mouth speaks lying words and whose right hand is a right hand of falsehood. Now, we don't know, of course, but maybe, maybe it's these events that David is thinking of when he writes those verses in the Psalms. Yeah, yeah, they, they do fit pretty well with today's story. Now, we've all been lied to probably quite a few times, and it's not a nice thing. Boys and girls, maybe you know someone, someone in your class or somebody else who kind of tells lies all the time. Oh yeah, Dave, I do. Terence, Or as we call him, Terence the lying cow. Yeah, and it's horrible, isn't it? Because even when that person is telling the truth, you can't really trust them. Our God is the God of truth. That means we can absolutely trust him. He never, ever lies. But it also means that if we're following him, well, we shouldn't be telling lies either. Not to our friends, not to our parents or our teachers, not to get ourselves out of trouble. God wants us to be truth-tellers, not to have the lying lips that David wrote about in the psalm. Today, ask God to help you to be honest, even when we're really tempted to tell a lie. Okay, yeah, yeah, thanks, Dave. And so, yep, I think that will do us for today, Marvin, so we will be back tomorrow with our good friend Benjamin. Oh, yeah, it's Wednesday. Hooray! Okay, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon.